Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. things up here on the ticket water cooler by going back in time it's time for history lessons with Bach as we go through every nebraska football season uh, up to till, till last season we'll just review them and uh, have fun doing it along the way uh this year's year we're up to 1998 now nebraska obviously coming off of their dominant stretch three out of four titles the last four years obviously went to the championship game the year before so the best five-year stretch maybe in college football history tom osborne retires uh, Frank Solich steps in, and again, oh, yeah. I, I, I always ask the question. It, it seems like, uh, from what I've heard, that there's been a, a few names out there that were maybe could have been replacements. Tom Osborne decided to, you know, he kind of had the power. It wasn't necessarily up to the right. athletic director as much uh, to give it off to Frank Solich, who had been a longtime assistant coach and former Husker player. Um, but uh, you wonder instead, and, and this stuff that gets Frank, but uh, we kind of know how the history played out. If if maybe Bill Byrne had got his choice, maybe he would have went with Mac Brown, which would have been an interesting choice at the time. I always think uh, personally, uh, Barry Alvarez would have been interesting. Former Husker himself getting things going there and rolling with Wisconsin uh, really would have changed the tide of the Husker program. But instead, they went with Frank Solich, and it was uh, kind of a new era as well as far as the leader at the quarterback position. Uh, Scott Frost had graduated, of course, made his plea for Nebraska to win the national championship, and it came through. Uh, And now it was handed off to Bobby Newcomb, who was a really good wide receiver for them the previous year. Uh, moving over to quarterback, Eric Crouch would fight along with them, as, lo- as well as the third stringer who eventually got in, because this was a very injury-riddled year mm-hmm. at times, Monte Cristo, which is a pretty cool name at least. Uh, and uh, so they actually uh, started off highly ranked, Nebraska did, um, going into the season, uh, and it would be end up being a season uh, that they might want to forget, but they started off pretty well. They, they beat Louisiana Tech 56-27. to Now i got to go look it up. I, I think Troy Edwards set the record that still holds to the day as far as receiving yards uh, with 408, I think. I'd have to oh go back. And it might not be that much. Let me go look uh, at the Louisiana Tech uh, game there. But they actually had uh, quite a quite a duo. I'm trying to think now. I, see, I, I wasn't planning on getting stuck up here on Troy Edwards uh, <laughs> and Louisiana Tech there. Um, but he had quite a memorable game. Then it was 405 yards on 21 catches uh, is what he did against Nebraska that first game. But Nebraska still did win in Frank Solich's first game. They even beat Washington, uh, the number nine team, as College Came Day came to Lincoln, 55-7. to And I believe that was uh, when Brock Heward was talking some trash coming up here. That might have been the previous year, but Brock Heward talked trash. Nebraska took care of business. Texter says, Bach, Troy Edwards, and Tim Rattay. Tim Rattay, yes. If you remember, uh, Tim Rattay, I don't know if you would remember him. He's kind of a backup quarterback in the NFL for a while. but uh, Pretty good, then. Yeah, Axel says he got to watch that game from the old press box. That would have been that would have been pretty cool. Nebraska, again, number four at the time, so still a high belief in them uh, until they reached, uh, uh, what are they, 5-0 and now going up against Texas A&M. Number 18, Texas A&M, debt win. Those guys, they beat Nebraska 28-21, to so Nebraska falls in the polls to number eight. Uh, they beat Kansas. They beat Missouri. Uh, and then the, the latter half of the season kind of unwinds. Nebraska loses to Ricky Williams, eventual Heisman winner Ricky in Williams. Texas, yeah. 20-16, to 
And this was huge because it was done at Memorial Stadium. It broke the 47-game home winning streak wow. Nebraska had, the fifth longest in NCAA history. Um, they were able to respond with a win against Iowa State. And then Kansas State was undefeated at the time. Number two, Kansas State beat Nebraska. Again, college game day there in Manhattan. They beat Nebraska 40-30 to on a very controversial call there late when Eric Crouch almost had his head taken off. There was no uh, face mask called you showed uh, on a fourth down play. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so Kansas State goes away with the win. Again, this would start the, you know, 1998 was kind of the start to all the end of the streaks. Uh, it was the first win for Kansas State against Nebraska since 1968, and they had played every year between then. Uh, the first time they actually beat Nebraska in Manhattan since 1959. So a historic win for Kansas State. That was a, uh, you're supposed to hate the 1998 Kansas State team, but I kind of had fun with that team. Uh, Michael Bishop and Martin Gramatica, and uh, uh, they had a pretty good, Simino, Mark Simino is the linebacker. That's a pretty good guys out there. Uh, Nebraska did end up beating Colorado 16 to 14. Um, note here, they didn't play Oklahoma this year. I think this is the first year in the Big 12 um, that that rivalry had come to a close because they were in the Big 12 South. And then interestingly enough, Kansas State went on to lose to Texas A&M in the Big 12 championship. Otherwise, they would have been in the national championship game. They lose it. And then this was like the first year of the BCS. So not everything was ironed out. Um, <laughs> so Kansas State, despite being number three, didn't make a BCS bowl because the individual bowls decided to choose other teams above them, including Texas and the Holiday Bowl, even picked Nebraska over Kansas State really? to go take on number five, Arizona, uh, at Qualcomm Stadium. Nebraska ends up losing that one as well, though, 23-20. to 20. So they finish 9-4, and four, number 19 on the year uh, for what it's worth, a few... Uh, few pretty decent awards there. Second team All-American tight end Sheldon Jackson. Third team All-American Ralph Brown. Um, and uh, it was, uh, I believe it was uh, actually Jay Foreman's final year on the Husker football team as well. Um, so it's a kind of interesting year there for Nebraska as uh, things start to turn a little bit. It was uh it was different. Uh, nine and four had never been done. I don't think Tom Osborne had ever lost four games in a, in a season. So this was uh a little bit of a shock to Nebraska not to be in the top five. What happened to that Colorado rivalry? How come they don't play anymore? That always seemed kind of fun. Yeah, that was a fun one. Well, because they left the con both of them left the conferences. Yeah. I, I think they should do a permanent uh, non-conference game. I think I that'd think be that'd fun. Be cool. yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'd rather do it with Oklahoma, but Colorado would be. Yeah. Colorado always was like the replacement to Oklahoma. Um, although they had been Big Eight rivals, so there was already a rivalry there, but it never lived up to Oklahoma because Nebraska and Oklahoma played, you know, for the Orange Bowl often. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Colorado wasn't that good until Bill McCartney got him going there in the late '80s. Uh, but yeah, very interesting uh, year of football, and uh, still, uh, as much as uh, as much as it was a disappointment, I suppose that year, I would have loved to go back to 1998. I think we would take nine wins any day of the week these days, Bach. Kind of sad. Yeah, it is sad. Uh, meanwhile, Nebraska, the team that Nebraska beat in the uh, Orange Bowl the previous year, Tennessee, went on to win the championship uh, behind T. Martin. Uh, they won. Uh, they beat Florida State the championship game. Like I said, uh, Ricky Williams won the Heisman. Uh, so it was, it was a pretty cool year. Also, 1998, uh, the first billion-dollar movie, Buck. Do you know what that was? Oh, been? really? Titanic. Yes. Oh, right. nice. Ding, ding, ding. There we go. Look at Buck. And how about this? The uh, Heisman voting, by the way, was Ricky Williams, Michael Bishop, who I mentioned at Kansas State. Uh, Ricky Williams won by a whole lot, by the way. And then Michael Bishop, then Cade McNown, Tim Couch, and Donovan McNabb over there at Syracuse. Donovan McNabb. Finish out the top five. Wow. Very cool. Champ Bailey won the Bronco Nagurski Award. Champ Bailey Award. was awesome. Yeah. 
like I said, Dat Wynn was very good. He won the Benaric Award there. So uh, Sebastian Janikowski taking home the Lou Groza. <laughs> <laughs> and then he would go on to uh, play under Lane Kiffin who would send him out for a 76-yard field yes. goal into the wind. <laughs> Never forget that. <laughs> that was awesome. That is still, if you haven't seen it, go on YouTube and just look up 76-yard Sebastian Janikowski. He's still one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Yes. And it just... It into the wind! Was not very... The only problem was it was not very dramatic. You missed it by about 20 yards. <laughs> <laughs> it was very cool. The moment would have been historic. But <laughs> it would have been. Yeah. That's that's sad when that happens. Like I said, that kind of happened with uh, the 93 game with uh, Bennett's field goal. It was like, oh, Nebraska's going out for the game-winning field goal. And then, like, as soon as it left his foot, you're like, oh, there's yeah. no drama in this. Yeah. That's not going in. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Sometimes those moments get hurt a little bit. But we'll never forget Seabass and his uh, attempted 76-yard <laughs> field goal. And we won't forget the 1998 <laughs> football team because uh, they did pretty that's good. Right. Uh, Gus says, 1998, uh, the year all K-State fans think their program was on par with Nebraska. I would say the not the program-wise. Actually, for the next couple of years, Kansas State was pretty darn good. So I, I actually think that at, for that short stint in time, they were. But not obviously not historically. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll see if Strix Ready actually is buying some new wheels. So, Nate, you might have to stick around. We'll All see. Right. Uh, on the Block is next here on The Ticket.